0: Welcome to our podcast, a real-world discovery of guest experience in the hospitality and lodging industry, uncovering a mixture of technologies and human-driven initiatives that are raising guest expectations and forever changing the guest experience across the hospitality and lodging sector.
1: If you are interested or involved in the travel industry and are passionate about creating unique guest experiences, join us as we talk to experts in the industry to learn about the future trends and how you can set yourself apart from the competition in 2021 and beyond. Thank you for joining us for this week's episode of the Guest X Podcast. My name's Matthew Loney. I'm your co-host, and I'm in Destin, Florida today, getting to talk with my co-host, Brian Homawi, who I believe is in Orlando. Brian, how you doing?
0: Doing well. It's beautiful out here today. Good weather, not too humid. So we're excited to be out and about.
1: Not too humid. There's not. That's yeah. that's a. Uh, that's not. Uh, you can't ask for much more, I guess. There in Orlando. That's that's nice. You know, we got a great, another great episode, a great guest this week. Before we we get to that, though, we had a really fun episode last week. I thought with Alex Husner is the CMO. Really, I think she's been there like 12 years, has is, is really been instrumental in kind of building up the condo world brand there in Myrtle Beach. And now they've got an OTA that's really, I think is having a lot of success. You know, I call it a boutique OTA, but is having a lot of success really throughout the Southeast. You know, it's interesting, a company that obviously has really scaled using a lot of technology, but you know, what I really walked away with last week was there was still a huge emphasis with their guest experience on people and their people, whether it was the reservationists taking the bookings. You know, she talked about how they even their reservationists actually take the calls through Condo World. They don't route those to their 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 partners and and they're answering questions about the homes, but also even in The condos and homes they're managing in Myrtle Beach, you know, talked a lot about the importance of walking around and getting to know your guests. And uh, I thought that was really fascinating.
0: I did too. I actually, so if you look at their model, it is all based around people, whether they're the employees of the company or even using their guests as micro influencers. So transporting, viewing, viewing people as their lead generator and also the product behind the company. You know, one word that she kept using was love. They they hear it inside of their company, they hear it from their guests, and they just seem to have a really good grasp on who their client base is, what the persona is that they're going after, how to deliver the guest experience. And they've trained their staff extremely well. And there's a huge emphasis behind the staff. That being said, I mean, they have taken technology to a completely different level. They realized that there was technology platforms in the industry that weren't sufficient to support the operations that they were looking to build. So they have a massive emphasis on building technology internally and have built their own CRM and PMS. So I think what they've done over the years is they have a good grasp on their business model. They have a really good understanding of who the guest is that they're wanting to attract into their units. And then they've built an ecosystem around all of that, whether it's using people, training, or technology.
1: Yeah, no, it was, it, it really was pretty fascinating. And and again, I think a, um, a good story of restraint, you know, cause when we talked about, you know, some of the things like in market, you know, booking of activities and things, you know, she was very clear. There were a couple of things she's like, yeah, we don't really, you know, we don't handle that. We don't try to do that internally, you know so even as big as they've gotten, you could tell that there's a focus on here's the things we're going to do, you know, to your point, we're going to own, whether we got to build our own tech or what we've got to do. And here are the things we're not going to do. And I like seeing that among some of these big groups because I think it speaks to some of the smaller operators that, hey, if other groups, you know, that are massive, if these massive groups are, are showing the ability and the importance of restraint in what they own and what they do, it's even more important for the smaller guys.
0: I agree with you. It's, uh, it'll be interesting to see their path into the next few years and see where they take it. But they're on the right path to do some incredible stuff. So let's watch Condo yep. World, Alex, and see how they continue to execute and bring their guests and grow.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It was a lot of fun. Well, let's go ahead. Let's get into uh, we've got another great episode this week. And while you uh, go ahead and provide a little intro for our listeners
0: on this week's episode, we're really excited to be joined by Brendan Richmond, Senior Manager, Destination Experiences for Universal Orlando Resort. Universal is home to award winning theme parks, beautifully themed resort hotels and an energetic entertaining complex. Brendan, welcome to the podcast. I'm really excited to have you and start talking about guest experience and in the hospitality industry and what you guys are up to. Before we get started, I'd love to get a little bit of your view on guest experience, what that means and how that transforms into what you do daily.
2: Yeah, thanks so much, Brian and Matt, for having me. We are excited to be here and talking to you guys about the guest experience and everything that it has to offer. You know, As far as guest experience goes for myself, and our company, the guest experience for us is really just making sure that that guest that we interact with at any touch point within their interaction with us is having an experience that they will walk away from and they cannot wait to do again, that they're just going to go be an advocate for ours by talking to their friends, by posting it out there, and really just saying, you can't miss this. And I had such an incredible experience with the folks over at the Universal Orlando Resort that I can't wait to go back and you have to go back and do this. That is what we strive for every day, uh, all day. It's just making sure our guests have the best possible experience and outcome that they can have. And, And it's kind of our North Star within everything that we think of and we do at our destination.
0: Yeah. I mean, for me, you guys have created probably the most advanced, some of the best guest experience in the industry period. And, you know, we've spoken about this in the past and you have so much focus on what that means and how to deliver the guest experience. And obviously you guys have, you know, so many different properties. You've got three amusement parks, eight resorts. You've got hundreds of dining and shopping options. And just the, the, the way that you guys present guest experience is going to be, completely different, but the overreach of how you guys want to achieve that as a company, as Universal Orlando Resort has, you know, the focal point is guest experience. How do you maintain the the consistency throughout all of the properties? How do you guys deliver that? How do you focus on being able to do that across the board?
2: Yeah, that's a great question. And the first thing that we always are striving for is obviously we want our guests to really just always be out there and have that experience like i said that they just leave that's epic and unforgettable but it always starts for us with our team members our team members are going to be the ones that are out there delivering that guest experience and over delivering on what the expectations are that our guests have so with all the different options that guests can choose from when they're coming to our destination the one constant that they're going to have is an interaction with a Universal Orlando Resort team member and folks that are there. Whether they're calling into our call center or they are driving into our parking garages, they are shopping at one of our stores, dining at one of our restaurants, or experiencing attractions, buying a ticket, whatever that might be, that's the one constant that we have across our destination. And with that, our top priority has to be focused on them and making sure they understand that we're there to support them as a leadership group, as an organization, giving them those tools necessary, which includes training, right? It includes making sure that throughout the year, we're not just doing that when they're onboarding, we're really just taking them and talking to them throughout the year about what is that experience that those guests are having, encouraging them to go as a guest into the parks. Our team members, love going to the parks, as you know, Uh, you know, our, we go all the time, we want to ride the attractions, we want to see what the guests are. And I think that's a key element with us providing the opportunity for our team members to go and encouraging them to go. You know, we do special events throughout the year for our team members, specifically focused on whether it's experiencing an attraction, dining at the restaurants, like we said, Uh, but we really want to make sure that our team members are, as an organization, top of mind, because we firmly believe, and we know for a fact, that by focusing on them, they are going to be delivering on that service expectation for our guests consistently across the board, blowing it out of the park for them, and then having those guests advocate for us out with their friends, their family, on social media platforms, and those guests driving over to our destination as well. And then they're going to experience that same thing, because that same team member that they interacted with is going to be right there, you know, letting them into the park, helping them find their spot, helping them find the right piece of uh, merchandise that they can take home and, and remember their vacation with and their experience with, getting on those attractions, uh, that is really the key element for us in that guest experience is making sure our team members know exactly what to do, how to do it, and that they have the support from their company and their leadership to do and the, what they want and what they need to do and the freedom to do that
1: yeah uh, yeah brian man, just, uh, This is we have a con- really interesting conversation
0: right i think yeah i mean we we think of attractions a little bit different what's interesting about this is that hospitality in general operates and thinks very similar what brendan's saying here though hits home with one of our previous guests with alex because her focal point was her team members and being able to deliver the experience through her team members to the guests to create that memorable you know that memorable feeling making them making sure that the guests are happy that they understand everything about the destination and the home that they're staying in it's a very it sounds very very similar although we're very different vacation rentals than tours and attractions at the very very core it's about the people
1: yeah well you know what i was just thinking was um that, that you're exactly right because you know I mean, what, one of the things I heard, you know, is that, you know, Universal Orlando Resort is, you know, they're, they're, they're hyper-focused on creating these brand champions, right? And, and again, in a, in a hyper-connected world, a lot of people just immediately go to what technology and look, Universal Orlando Resort is known for, you know, some of the, you know, you know being on the forefront of technology. But the first thing we get to in this podcast is people. And that goes back to the conversation, which is people are still the way you deliver the guest experience. The technology just makes it seem simple, right, and makes it easier maybe for them to deliver. And, you know, the training is key here, the ongoing training. And, you know, what I love, too, is, is you know, that, that they're experiencing it because, you know, we deal with this. Explore. We've got 75 what we call destination guides. If they've done the activity, or in this case, probably, you know, if they've eaten at the restaurant they're talking about, or the excitement level in their voice, oh, you gotta go do this, right? And that's that's really interesting that we we jump so quickly to people, because I do think a lot of people think, oh, I'll just get technology to replace people. And and I think that is a big mistake. So, you know, Brendan, let me ask you this. So when you guys look at that, you know, it, it really is, you mentioned kind of that that ongoing training, right? And, and I gotta be, believe a big piece of that too, though, is making sure, you know, we talk a lot about setting the right expectations, right? Because part of it is making sure that the guest expectations are correct. You know, you mentioned your call center, you know, before I arrived, my interactions, you know, so that I, as a guest, Am anticipating what I'm going to experience. Um, so I got to believe your your employees, you know, pre arrival, all the way through post, is really. I mean, it's it's all about that. Either they're setting the expectation, they're delivering on it, or they're reminding people of, about it. But your people really, it's 360. Yeah, no, that's a good point. And, and you know, with that.
2: One of the great things that we do, and I feel that our company truly delivers, is we don't want the same experience for all of our guests, right? We, we want them to have that epic, amazing vacation and that experience when they come to our destination. And whether they're staying at one of the hotels, they're just visiting the parks, they're doing a week-long vacation, staying at our hotels, visiting the parks throughout the week, and just having the time of their lives. Every individual that experiences our destination and comes to Universal Orlando Resort, we want to live their own story and build their own story, right? Mm-hmm. And, and that's kind of the cool thing that our team members get to do is they get to find those questions out and ask those questions with the guests early on. Uh, when we talk about it, you know, you call into the call center and you're indicating, oh, it's my, my birthday or it's my friend's or my family member's birthday or it's an anniversary for us. It's, it's some major milestone where we're just coming for the hundredth time to the parks, right? Our, our call center agents are going to make sure that they notate that within the interaction that they've had with that guest. And we hope to deliver that throughout the stay. So they go check in at the hotel and they mention again that that in there, and maybe those notes are seen and they're going to get a button, right? And that button's going to identify what they're celebrating or what they're doing or why they're here. And that identifier for our team members out in the park is what's going to allow them to then call you out and really help you live that journey that you want to live, right? So, again, our guests are going to come and they're going to be dressed up in their most Harry Potter garb that they can be dressed up in. They're going to have represent their house that they chose. They took the test before they came, right? They are excited to live there adventure within the wizarding world of Harry Potter that we deliver. And they are going to live that experience. And that's the real cool thing for us is we want that constant, which is again focused on the experience with the guests. We want the team members delivering that excitement, but we don't want it being the same for everybody because then it's just seen and the guests are like, well, that person just had that same interaction, right? You know, our attractions are incredible attractions and and That's a big driver for why people want to visit us. But we firmly believe at the end of the day, the driver is that interaction with those team members. And what's going to get them to return is that moment with every team member that they really were able to truly live their own story. Uh, And the next time they come, that story is going to be different. So your vacation is never the same when you do come to our destination. Yeah, you know, Brian, you've got I, different I
1: seasons of life. Yeah, Brian, I was just thinking, you know, I've got a four and two year old, right? So the expectation I'm gonna be seeking is gonna be different than, you know, than you, probably you know, or, you know, and but I'm also thinking, and then I know you wanted to jump, but like that's how you create brand advocates. I think it's really important because who do I hang out with? I hang out with people who have four year olds and two year olds because that's just the season in my life. So if you deliver my experience that I'm looking for to me, it's easy for me to become a brand advocate because those are the people, the same people who want to have that experience are the people I'm hanging out with right now. I'm not hanging out with the 50, you know, 60 year olds who have grandkids yet, yet. but that's just that's really cool and and the data piece i know that's probably where you're going here that's where i'm going i know know, because and,
0: and brandon if you've listened to some of the past podcasts we are racking our brains trying to understand the data piece behind all of this and one of the things that i think you've absolutely nailed and our nailing, is, is the fact that you guys know what to do with the data, where we're still exploring it. And um, and a lot of it has to do with, we just don't know, there's so much data that comes in for us to try to understand what the guests are doing, why they're traveling. It sounds like you guys have a model already mapped out and you understand how to grab that data to be able to deliver a guest experience. One of the things that was kind of you've kind of thrown it out there which is we talk about guest experience and being able to deliver good guest experience as a whole as a company uh, for each property manager but what we've never we've never gone into Matt is the fact that every single guest wants a different experience so they need to build their own stories you're providing them a vehicle to be able to do that but we shouldn't be determining what that guest experience ultimately should be because they're all coming for a different purpose. And so I think what you guys have done at Universal is identified that fact, which is we know you're coming to our parks. We know that we have good attractions. We have the rides, we have good stays. We have the really good people that are gonna help you get the experience that you're looking for. And we have some of the data to help you get there. And I think that's absolutely fascinating.
2: Yeah, you know, we've got an incredibly talented group of folks that work with us that are really good at just understanding what type of data to gather. I mean, you know, gathering data in the world that we're in now is so easy because there's so many different touch points and data points that you can look at, whether you're looking at it on a incredibly large scale or you want to get down to the fine details of what more specific areas are doing or types of guests are doing that we have that are coming to the destination. We we can, you can get as granular as you want in the world that we're in now. Uh, I think the benefit that we all have is as long as you're always going towards that North Star, right? As long as you know what the end result is that you want to do, which is for us uh, creating those experiences and allowing those guests to live their own journey, then you try not to let the data muddy it up because that's the other thing that it can do. You can have so much data that you get lost in it. And then you start making too many decisions off of those granular details and you don't understand or remember what that North Star is. We have so many groups of people that are, like I said, that are so talented at gathering that and providing that data and the insights to our senior leadership team. But our senior leadership team is a incredibly tenured group of folks that really are living by that North Star and always have been. And and, and that's what has allowed us to grow into the destination that we are, because you always remember what you're guiding your team to, and you use the data to help you and technology to help you get there. But as long as you always know that we always want to make sure our guests are striving to have that epic adventure that is their own unique one, uh, we, we know that the data that we want to pull and that we need to pull will help us get to that point and just enhance it. how do we make it easier for them? and how do we make it easier for our team members to be able to achieve that experience for our guests?
1: but Brian, you know one of the things too I want our listeners to hear because if it you know brandon kind of he gave it as an example, but it, but you know it's really easy to listen to this and go, well, I'm not universal orlando resort. you know, I don't spend you know whatever they spend on technology, you know, but the example he gave was, You know, you mention XYZ and they give you a button, right? He didn't say our teammates pull up an iPad and, you know, this entirely internally built systems, which they probably do have. But, you know, simple data, if you can figure out ways to just identify your guest, it's simple for maybe a house cleaner or a maintenance guy that. You know, if I see X, Y, or Z, I know that they're on their honeymoon or I know that they're doing this. It doesn't have to be some really expensive, really, and I think sometimes that's the excuse that smaller operators use, which is, well, I don't have the resources. You got to step back, and there was some good, there was some really good stuff there. And then, too, you know, you mentioned, Brian, you know, letting the guest identify, you know, or kind of self-choose, right, there their experience. But I think it's also important to remember, though, that there is this filter, this North Star that Brendan's talking about, which is that doesn't mean that Universal Orlando Resort, or at least is one year, is trying to be everything to everybody, right? They, there is a point at which they go, look, if you're looking for a quiet, uh, you know, you want to say, I'm sure there's parts in their resource where you can, you know, relax and sit and read a book, but generally, you know, if, if that's what you're, that may not be your, 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 your gig right now. Right. And that's okay too, is to, to be okay saying, here's who we are, here's who we're not. But if you fit within this broader sphere, we're going to make sure you just, we blow your mind when you come. And that that's key.
0: And I think that's exactly what they're doing is blowing people's minds because yep. what they keep they coming up with is, I mean, I love going to Universal and I actually, we have, you know, I have Scarlett, she's seven years old and we just started to discuss and measure her to see if she's big enough to start going on some of the park rides. I some of the, she's dying to go into the roller coasters. I, I couldn't tell you, she flies around on a horse and now she wants to go upside down on roller coasters. So I, I, every day it's like, are we going? Are we going? So for me, it's probably the best park to go to because I love roller coasters. I am I am a roller coaster junkie, and I can see you guys basically from my backyard. So I love Universal. But I, I think you're absolutely right. The thing that Universal has is that they understand, again, the business model. They know exactly who their customer is. They're not going after everybody. And the people that are coming to their parks are looking for a very specific experience, which is very, very hard to identify. And they have a multitude of, of things that they can offer their guests. But at the end of the day, they know exactly who the guest is that's coming to stay with them and experience some of the stuff that they're doing.
1: Yeah, so so Brent, you know, one of the questions Brian and I've had is, though, and this is a little more, probably not as applicable to some of our listeners, but I think they'd really like to know, though, is, you know, you guys are kind of in a, in a tough position where... You know, as 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 your guests, you know, expectations change, you've gotta you've gotta meet them, right, wherever they are from a technology standpoint. Would love to hear if we have time to add kind of a little bit about how you do communicate with guests, because I do think you know, getting guest engagement is getting tougher and tougher, right? The the attention span. But before we get to that, you guys also have to set the expectations, you know, I'm like, you know, some people like some of the stuff you guys have come up with, it's, it's it wasn't because it showed up in a focus group or it was people were blown away because they didn't see you going there. So is that just through, I guess, just really being supportive of creative thinking internally and thinking outside the box? Because if you just listen to surveys, it's great, but you're almost, that's almost a little bit of a rear view mirror instead of out the front windshield.
2: Yeah, you know, that, that's an interesting point that you bring up. And uh, when we look at our teams, we can kind of break it out into three separate groups. First group that would really have a huge stake, the largest stake in this, it's going to be our universal creative team. Our universal creative team is unlike any other out there, and they are really that group that is creating these unparalleled experiences and these experiences that again, blow your mind when you do visit and you see them. And ideally not just the first time you experience that, but every time you experience that. You then have our sales and marketing division where at that point, our team there is focused on how do we message that? And how do we communicate that? And within that group as well, there are are a lot of talented people that are there finding the information out from our guests, either ahead of time or after the visit. Uh, and then we have our operators out there. And, and they are unlike anybody else out there, making sure that that experience is what the creative team set out for and over delivering that experience. You know, you mentioned meeting that guest experience, and, and that's an okay thing for us but we don't want to just meet that guest experience, right? We want that guest experience to be blown out of the water and exceeded every interaction and every time that we can get. And that's hard to achieve, especially with expectations for people being so high. And people, we understand and respect the hard-earned money that our guests are going to spend coming to us. And that's why we focus on delivering that experience every time that's not just going to meet what they're looking for, but really exceeded our creative team and our data teams are so closely intertwined where it is a symbiotic relationship where we gather the data in the surveys and the insights. Right. But I kid you not when I am sitting in meetings sometimes and I see the things that our universal creative team is proposing and they're sharing and the ideas that they come up with you sit back and you're like, how do you do that? The only way to do that is to create a culture within that organization of creative freedom and letting their minds roam. You know, These people are out there and they are the best in the business, in my opinion, that are going to allow us to be able to drive that experience and that next, whatever it is, whether we're looking at another attraction, whether we're looking at multiple attractions, Uh, An enhancement to an existing attraction, right? And that's one of the other key elements is, you know, as as time goes on, there is that nostalgia piece that we want to make sure that our guests still feel when they come. You know, I, having been visiting the park since I was very young, all the way now to having the honor to work here and be a part of the team, I do feel a sense of nostalgia but you can't rely on that. You want to continue to advance, but you want your guests to have that. So how does our creative team maintain that balance? And and again, I can't tell you how they do it because they are, but they're absolutely incredible. And they are, it's a group that, it's just the culture that the senior executive team over there has created that has said, you have the creative freedom to really run and do what we feel you are experts in doing. Uh, And entwined within that is the, the data analysis and making sure that what the surveys say our guests are interested in. And as you said, you know, we don't want just past understanding. We want to, we have to look where the future is going. And that team looks at technology, where it's advancing, what's going to be, you know, when an attraction is built or something new is built, we create that now, but it's not going to be existing for another few years until it's done from the creative inception to the delivery of the operation and the experience. There is a couple year difference in that time frame. And while something could be new today and we're like, wow, that's awesome, it's not going to be new in a couple of years at that point. But I think at the end of the day, the story is what carries that. And that's why when you look at our experiences, whether you're at one of our hotels, there's always a story behind that, right? The attraction, there's always a story behind that. And a story is what is going to deliver that emotional experience for our guests. And even if a technology piece might be not as new, the story is what's going to truly allow the guests to experience it. And then again, live their own story within that, right? How do they experience it? How do they walk off? And what is their family? What does that experience remind their family of? And that's what our creative team is so strong at doing, is never forgetting that the story is what's going to drive that. The technology enhances it. The story and the team member experience is what's really going to drive that for us.
0: Really, really cool stuff. You know what I'm also very impressed about is the fact that you guys have the ability to change. And I've watched the the parks just change over the years. And I'm not talking about just a park, but I mean, you're investing tons and tons of money into some of the rides. And then you watch the same ride and that ride transforms into something completely different. What strikes me is that you guys aren't afraid to put something up watch it work, analyze it, and then pivot into something completely different. And that's listening to your customers. What is your, kind of what is the philosophy behind change in the park? How do you, how do you deliver that across your teams? Because most people in their businesses are very afraid to make a change in the business. You guys seem to take on that change really well, implement it, watch it. And then if it doesn't work within a few years, you're watching a change again.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I think. It's always a scary thing to invest a lot of time, money, and energy into creating something and doing something. And then to look to change it can always be scary because you want to make sure you're doing it in the right way. But at the end of the day, you know, I indicated before that guiding star, that north star, if you're always going towards that, our belief at that point is as long as we are looking to improve it and take that experience up and... You know, again, we want to listen to our guests. If our guests are delivering strong feedback to us about something, we know we have to make an adjustment, whether it is going from one direction to this or back from something we've done and kind of turning it back. Um, but at the end of the day, you also, if you don't take risk, you're not going to advance, right? And, and I think we're incredibly lucky to have. Our, our parent group with Comcast and NBC Universal have strong belief in our company as Universal Orlando Resort, Universal Parks and Resorts Worldwide. And, and the support that they provide us is key. I think, you know, as long as you can get that senior leadership to believe in what you're doing and show them, here's what we're striving to achieve and how we're planning to get there, they're going to allow you to take that risk. And you just have to hope that that risk works. But if it doesn't, you can't be afraid to own up to that and say, hey, didn't work quite how we wanted. So we're going to have to adjust it in this way. And again, as long as that's going towards your North Star, well, by far, you're going to keep doing the right thing. And and sometimes you you do have to say, hey, that didn't work. and, And you learn from that mistake. But not to say it won't work in the future, right? You know, sometimes you're ahead of your time. And sometimes you just have to or sometimes you have to say, well, while we delivered this and we we know it's going to work, let's wait it out a little bit. Let's see how that works, too. I think reacting, overreacting and reacting in a too quick of a manner doesn't always help you, too, because then you're just spending the, you know, your time and your resources in a way that isn't going to necessarily be the best for your business. Let it sink in a little bit. You know, it's like a new house, right? Let the foundation settle. And then once it's done that, you can now identify and say, all right, I need to fix this. I need to do this or I need to enhance this. And I want to do all of these cool things. But our business is ever evolving and ever changing. And that is the uh, kind of the core of one of the things
1: that we have to look at is how do we take that and continue to push it out? Yeah, if you're, if you're not, you know, if you're not growing, you're dying, right? It's kind of that, but, but I was sitting here, Brian, I was thinking, you know, when we started this, yeah, I was pretty sure we were going to talk about all this cool technology. And then now I just keep going back and we've heard culture, right? Creative freedom. We've talked about training. We've ta- I mean, we've really, It's been it's been a half hour talking about how Universal Orlando Resort achieves what they do through their people and and enabling their people which is really cool you know i i i got a lot and i'm gonna i'm actually gonna go back to our team because you know i was thinking about the three groups that you were talking about and that's fascinating because it really is almost like you know it's the lifespan and but they've got to listen to each other too because you know i think of it from a technology development standpoint engineers all the time You know, they get, they're like this creative team. They get, they're like, oh, we can do this, this, and this. But then, you know, the operators, the people in the parks may, or in the hotels may come to them and go, guys, I get it, but they're not using it that way, or they're not doing that. And sometimes you got to be willing as the creative person to just go, look, it looks good. It it sounded right in my head, but if that's not the way people want to do things, you got to be willing to adjust. And the operators, same thing, have to be willing to adjust to the creative people. And so that's I don't know, just really cool what you guys have done. You know, Brennan, if we could, we got about five minutes left, but we would, I'd love to hear a little bit about, you know, some of the technology. You know, there's just so much we could cover, but when you guys think about your gas you know, it's so hard to engage people today, even after, you know, Brian was talking, you know, even after they have booked a stay, like in, in you know, with a lot of our partners, will be lodging partners, right? Even if they booked a stay, you know, you've got email and you've got social and you've got text and you just, there's this feeling of like, you know, which way is right. And, and so I'd love this, you know, hear about, you know, kind of how you are, kind of interacting with your guests? And is it kind of a, you just kind of got to hit them through all mediums and let them choose the avenue which they want to talk to your agents, whether it's chat or how how do you guys go about that?
2: Yeah. You know, I think our focus being on the guest and the experience that we're going to deliver in this case with technology and the ease of being able to communicate evolving all the time, uh, you have to adjust your business in our case to work how they work what's going to make it easier for them to communicate with us because that is key right if somebody's having an experience in the park that they want to share with us whether they're sharing that on a platform like Twitter or Facebook or something you know we can't be missing in that space we have to be available in that space because if we're not in that space then we're missing an available touch point to really work with our guests and tie in with our guests in those immediate and unique ways. So yeah, traditional ways are call in and speak to somebody, visit somebody while you're at the park and, and share your experience with them, send an email, right? But as the ease of communication has gotten out there and we're we're continuing to evolve in that world, if we don't adjust and allow our guests to communicate with us how they want, we're not helping their experience. So our focus is continuously looking at what are the ways that our guests want to connect with us. And and they tell us how they want to, whether that is they're calling in, whether they're texting to your point, we have available options within all of those platforms. Uh, But I don't think, and, and I think our core belief is that it's a better experience for our guests and ourselves when we communicate with them in the easiest way for them. And, and if we're doing that and providing the opportunity for them to communicate how they like, then we're gonna deliver an even better experience for them in that case. And like I said, I don't think we can dictate to them how they communicate with us. They're gonna tell us how, because they're gonna go out and do it anyway, right? Guests are gonna go out there. They're going to go onto a platform and share something about their experience. If we're not there, we're not gonna be able to step in and thank them for that feedback. And, and really work with them from there. So again, if, if we're focused on what are they looking for and how do we deliver within that realm, then I think we'll always be okay. And I think any any partner that does
0: that is going to be in the same shape. Yeah, I don't know the why Brian, complexity um, behind that because that to me is yeah. that's just a monster on its own. I mean, not to mention you guys truly have customers guests coming from every part of the world to visit you guys. So it's not just a communication tool, but it's the language barriers as well. So trying to trying to figure out how you guys communicate and do it well across multiple platforms and then add in the language, the language on top of that, it's absolutely mind blowing that.
2: Yeah, you know, our we we strive to create an inclusive environment for all of our guests. We want people to be able to come here and Forget about their daily lives and experience the most epic experience of their life, like we've said. It is a it certainly can be a daunting challenge when you think of it to say, how do you stay on top of it? And, and that's one of those areas that we have continued to place a focus in is hiring the right people that know how to communicate and throughout those different platforms. And they are so skilled. You know, when we're in the office and and we're seeing how our teams are switching between platforms, whether that is a Twitter platform to a Facebook platform to a general texting platform, uh, they may be communicating with multiple guests out, you know, uh, in a moment's notice. Mm-hmm. And they are so skilled at doing that. It goes back to us to hiring the right people and people that are passionate about that. That's the other thing. Yeah. You know, Everybody's got their own passion in this business. And we've been lucky to find some people that are really passionate about Communication and how to make sure that our guests are feeling comfortable and inclusive within our communication methods. That's the, that's what they do, and those are the people that we enjoy hiring on our team for those areas, and they they do an incredible job. But it is not an easy feat by any means.
1: Uh, you know, Brian, I, I I think it's important to keep kind of though trying to bring it down to like some of the levels of our listeners, like not down, but just you know, like how do I put this in. A, in um, execution, and you know, one thing that comes to mind that you've brought up, and then I'd love to just see if there, you know, if, if Brendan can give us any uh, insights into maybe what what we might be seeing coming up over the next, you know, year or two with with Universal Orlando Resort. But one thing is, you know, the guests you brought it up the other day, the guests do shift sometimes how they want to communicate ba- based on where they are in the guest journey. Mm-hmm. So you need to be everywhere so that they can find you, but then you can learn from your data and say, okay, look, if if my homes are all full, you know, because it was a check-in on Saturday, I'm probably gonna need more people manning text than I am, and it's the middle of summer maybe, than I am gonna need people manning social where I'm 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 you know, I'm trying to drive new reservations. So learning how your guests shift based on where they are in the guest journey is because I don't like being marketed to by text. Um, but I tell you what, when I'm st- when I'm I'm in a park or I'm in a now I'm already here. That's quick, right? Or the even the airlines. You know, I, I love to be able to chat with them. But I'm not going to book my airline ticket, and I know that's changing. But a lot of people still. You know, so just knowing what that is, I think is really, really important, Brian.
0: Yeah, I agree with you. Just understanding the platform that you can use, when to use it and how to communicate. When to use it. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Because there are certain instances where it just isn't right to be able to, like you have a promotion and you haven't arrived at the parks. I don't want to hear about this promotion yet by text. I'll take it by social media, maybe an email. But if you're starting to text me about all of these promotions, unless I opt in, maybe it's, it's going to become a nuisance up until the point that I arrive. And then I wanna hear about everything you've got going on.
1: Right, now, yeah. Now I'm blowing you up the attacks, yeah. So, so, So Brendan, uh,
0: tell us about what's happening at Universal. Uh, What are you guys up to? What can our listeners look forward to? And obviously, I mean, if we've got local resort managers or property managers or even guests that are looking to travel here, what can they look forward to in the upcoming months or maybe year?
2: Yeah, absolutely, we have, a incredible lineup that's happened recently and uh in the next few years for us is going to be an outstanding time for our destination we are fortunate in the fact that we recently opened our jurassic world velocicoaster this is an amazing new coaster and if you've not gone out to do it you cannot miss it i tell you i wrote it four times in a row i literally just got off and got back on not even a joke Four times in a row, this shoots you up to 70 miles per hour and 155 feet in the air. Um, I mean, you're going to see this, and it's going to look amazing. And you're also going to be absolutely like, what am I getting myself into on this? But you can't miss this. Um, Our creative team on this, I I think, blew what they've always done out of the water. You know, we opened also... We continue to open new experiences. We've opened a Born Stuntacular uh, last year. And that is, again, when you talk about infusing technology and we talk about infusing how to create an experience for the guests, you can't miss that experience either. That show is, you know, the technology they've used along with the live actors and stunt actors on that uh, is going to be one that you're going to see that and you're going to be blown away with what they're doing we continue to focus on our premier events, you know, coming up very soon for us is Halloween Horror Nights where we're celebrating 40
0: years. One Um, of my favorites.
2: Yeah. I mean, it is every year I get to go. I have gone for so many years, even before I've worked for the company. And, you know, this year is unlike any other. Again, we're celebrating 30 years of it. And, it is going to be absolutely incredible with the areas that we have, with the houses that we have. Our guests won't know what's coming, and uh, that's how we like it at that event. You know, Our creative team on there outdoes themselves every year. They continue to strive to find how can they take it to the next level, and, and I think our guests this year are going to be excited, and they're, they're not going to know what hit them with the, with the offerings this year. And, you know, the big news in the future for us is Universal's Epic Universal is back. We are focused on delivering a whole new experience there. It is going to be the next widely anticipated theme park that's going to create an entirely new level of theme park entertainment for our guests with even more entertainment uh, centers, hotels, shops, restaurants, a new theme park, like we said, you know, that is going to be an experience that I cannot wait to, to have, and hopefully you can't. And, and any guests that are going to be visiting Orlando as well in the central Florida area, I think are going to be totally blown out with what our, our teams are going to deliver
0: there. Well, you know, I'm going to be there. So. Can't
2: yeah. wait. I'm, I'm, let me know, let I'm, me know. And, uh, you know, <laughs> we'll make sure to uh, figure around. It's going to be, it's, it's going to be an exciting next few years for us. Got a lot of, Great things that are on the pipe and things that we cannot wait to share with our guests. Um, you know, always checking our website at universalorlando.com. I think is going to be the best way for folks to really stay up to date with what's coming, what we've announced, and and just keep looking at it. You know, we've got some great sites out there with our Twitter account. If if folks that are on Twitter, I'd say join it. We get a lot of accolades for kind of the interactiveness that's on there, and and uh the the tone in which our our team over there is is responding and posting it's yeah. a fun way to stay on top of what's going on at our destination and we are like I said we're excited to share it with you guys as we progress
0: well i want to thank you personally for everything that you guys do i know you guys have an incredible team what you guys do for the central florida market is i mean we probably wouldn't be where we are without having you guys here so we appreciate the work and the investment and the time that you guys put into our local area. And, and to be honest, the industry as a whole, because you're advancing it so much. So from my perspective, you guys are key to the evolution of hospitality. So,
2: no, we appreciate yeah, it. We love being a part of the community and and, and working with the community and helping it and continuing to make sure that this community thrives. It's, it's a key of who we are and, uh, you know, outside of creating our own Experiences. We want to make sure that this community is one that continues to grow and thrive, and and you know everybody that's here has the best experience they can.
1: Thank you for coming on, Brennan. and and, and Brian. I don't think it's just you. You know, just when you talk about Orlando, there's probably about fifty thousand vacation rentals in that area that are also very thankful for everything that the team over at Universal does for the for the area. And and if you know if, if you're an operator and you're struggling to Put your finger on guest experience. You know what? Take a couple of your your top employees and go over to the to to the parks and just start writing things down. You know, imitation is the greatest form of flattery, and we you can learn a lot just by watching what some of the best are doing. So, thank you again, Brendan, and uh, we'd love to have you back on. But uh, but I think it's been really helpful. Yeah, absolutely.
2: Thanks for having me, and uh, excited to uh, talk to you guys again soon.
0: That's it for this week's episode of Guest X. Be sure to sign up for our email list at guestxpodcast.com. That's guest, the letter X, podcast.com. And follow us in your favorite podcast app so that you don't miss our next episodes. We are Brian Hamali and Matthew Loney signing off and reminding you to always create a guest experience worth talking about. See you soon.